All right, hello, and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing One Ring Second Edition tonight, today, this afternoon. Uh, we are uh, we're continuing our Waking of Angmar campaign. We're nowhere near Angmar, uh, relatively speaking, uh, at the moment. Uh, but uh, the good news is is that one of the players uh, characters is very very close to death. Uh, so uh, that's basically in the spirit of things. Uh, I frankly don't understand why Steven's here. Uh, but, uh, but he is nonetheless, uh, here. So you didn't tell me not to show. I just had nothing better to do today. I, uh, I kept being like, Hey Steven, you want to play this, this character? No. You want to play this character? No. You want to play this character? No. Like, do you want to even be on the stream? And then there was a very long <laughs> silence. Moral support, you know? Yeah. <laughs> very long silence. He, so. he wants to look us in the eyes to see how we react to his death. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to judge that. Like, hmm, that's interesting. No one seems nearly upset about Daga dying as they were about Gilly and Arineal almost dying. That's strange. That works. There's no fancy, sad music, stories being told, flashbacks, nothing like that. That's weird how that, that works. Why out. are you all smiling? I don't know. I don't know. Free loot. You can just hand all that great loot over to Tara now, and you're good to go. I'll even call it Blackfang. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're gonna you're gonna call it by its proper name? Yes. Oh, oh wow. Motivation has been cemented here. This is now the good choice. Yep. Yep. Doesn't take much. Doesn't take much. Just gotta uh, call it by the right name and actually use the items that you're given and not throw them away to random NPCs that you meet along the road. Anyhow, why don't we go ahead and get to our character introductions and then we'll dive in. Uh long tells about Floy. I am Floy, soon to be the sole door for the party. As it should be. That is 100% correct. Absolutely. Uh, on both accounts. Uh, next up, uh, Gilly. Ashley, tell us about Gilly. I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass. I am the soul hobbit, Bree person. Uh, just cemented that we have seven fellowship right now because I forgot about my uh, racial trait. That gives us an extra one. Uh, and the fact Fantastic. that we did that thing. So, yeah. Uh, so I want to say thank you to, uh, Valdrin for the raid. Just, just came oh, wow. in. We're just getting started. Perfect timing. Just doing a quick little intro and then we're going to get going. Uh, but thank you so much. Uh, go ahead and go follow them. Uh, Melissa dropped a shout out in the chat. So go click on it, follow them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll get going next up. Uh, we do have Melissa again. Melissa, tell us about a renial. Uh, yeah. So a is our, uh, ranger of the North, uh, Champion, uh, she is uh, happy to um, be joined by her old friend Tara and is uh, a bit concerned uh, that she might uh, be getting both her uh, existing fellowship and her old friend uh, killed with this uh, little thing that we were like, oh yeah, named org, we can totally take care of this for you. We're going to be the heroes. This is going to be uh, this is going to be uh, relatively easy after all the things that we have seen, and it is not. She is concerned. I mean, relative to other things you all have done, this is pretty easy. No shadow points or anything like that. Nothing like that going. On. It's just straight up combat. It's not my fault that Daggett isn't good at it. It's not my fault. <laughs> That's kind of up. That's on my him. dice turned on me. You you wanted to one v one him, and you did. 
and lost. So, you know, this is how it, you barely even scratched them too. I was like, look, I was setting up my, my, my oh, no. sheets today and I was looking, <laughs> I I'm I like, man, it. he's, uh, he's pretty healthy. Anyhow, <laughs> should we just, should we just, uh, all right, I guess go ahead and introduce him, Steven. Who's, who's Daggett? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, almost dead Daggett, uh, friendly, <laughs> lovable dwarf, uh, that everyone wants in the party and wants to save so that he comes back for another session. You were in Gilly's dream when she was dying, so you're your family. There we go. There we go. Yeah, but so is Sorendir, and he's been dead for a year or so. You know, whatever. Whatever. And then finally, uh, we have our Steven replacement. Uh, we have Maitre. Ma <laughs> not just replacement, but upgrade. upgrade. Uh, Maitre, tell us about Terra. Not an upgrade. Trying to save this dwarf who she's committed to being friends with. <laughs> and uh, so I'm playing Terenath, um, Ares' old drinking buddy uh, and uh, warden ranger um, and, and still learning this system. I'm very excited about the trial by fire, learning combat. Uh, really, really dig it. Sorry, you're almost dead, Steven. <laughs> I'll just see what, what Aaron just dropped in the chat. A thousand bits. A thousand bits to bring for, the pain. For Jeff. For me. That's me. None of you are Jeff. It says it Aaron, on the overlay. It's me. But, Thank but, you, sir. Oh. Aaron already much. tries to kill me in Conan. Now he's coming into One Ring trying to get me dead, too. I Aaron yes. could have killed you if he wanted yeah, to. multiple times. He could have killed you fairly easily, uh, but... Uh, yeah, he's like, I might as well just leave you around to just torture you for the next uh, next several sessions. I think that's what it is. You're because that's essentially what's happening in the Katai the Katai <laughs> session. All right, let's uh, so let's get started. So summary, quick things. Uh, last session, we uh, we finished up recuperating. You had a meeting uh, after about a week and a half or so with Tharnow and Murdoch, the sons of uh, uh, of the captain of Tharbad, the head of Tharbad. Uh, and you decided uh, that you all were going to kind of work together to hunt down these orcs. Aglar the Unbroken is the name of their leader. You could definitely sense that there was a ton of animosity between the brothers, but Tharnow, at the very least, was treating you all with some respect and demonstrating a little bit of humility. Uh, each brother brought a couple of their finest scouts, and so with you and them together, you started hunting. Uh, and you kind of went all, all over the place, uh, found some all old ruins, uh, some goblin traps that you kind of came in contact with here and there. You spent a night underground as you discovered this, uh, this sort of network of subterranean tunnels that the orcs were using perhaps to, uh, and some of the goblins as well to, to sort of traverse the, the land unseen. Not only that, there were these little markings here and there suggesting that they were actually communicating with each other in some way. Uh, so Eventually, however, after about a day and a half of, of hunting uh, during a very rainy afternoon, it was pouring rain, tons of fog, you all discovered a uh, kind of a ruined old fortress, still decently intact with a tall tower, and you kind of took out a couple of goblins, uh, goblin lookouts that were hiding in a handful of trees nearby. You snuck in the back through some kind of old root cellar that connected to an old well uh, at a cottage about a mile away, and... You snuck in, you took out a few of the goblin archers that were on the walls, and then the battle began. Uh, I think it was Terra and Floy and some of the some of your allies started charging into the courtyard, taking out these uh, these orcs left and right. Gilly and Arineal were up on the walls, kind of shooting a bow. 
and trying to get to a higher level. Daggett went to 1v1 Aglar. He kind of snuck into the tower, tried to come at him from behind. Aglar turned around and uh, he was pretty brutal. Uh, he just kind of kept pushing Daggett back and pushing Daggett back. And while Daggett was able to get in a few hits, his hits did not hit as hard as Aglar's did. And eventually, uh, Aglar kind of drove Daggett over a platform in the tower, smashed him into the ground, a whole floor below into the concrete. Daggett lies unconscious with Aglor the Unbroken in his massive tower shield standing over top of him, ready to kill Daggett. Easy. Could very easily land this killing blow. While Floy is the closest ally and is just a, you know, probably 10, 20 steps away. But there are there are two of these fighting orcs in the way, and there's Aglar himself. So let's go ahead and go back to the map, shall we? Let's see. Let's get a little music going. And let's switch you on over. So we're starting up a new round. Uh, so we were back in combat. We we're starting directly in combat again. So I just want to remind you of a few things before we get going. The uh, the NPCs, so all the NPCs in green are there for you to use as you see fit. Uh, you can tap into them uh, to potentially get a uh, to get a, a bonus die. But if you do, then that does leave whoever they're uh, they're kind of engaged with to potentially come and attack you as well. So there's a trade off to that. Uh, Gilly, you are you in Arineal are essentially on a on the third story ring of the tower, so you're very high up. Uh, over top of Agler, you can see through a handful of these small broken slats in the the roof of the tower down into where Daggett is lying bleeding. Uh, there are two goblins that are on the what the effectively would be the second floor level, maybe about fifteen feet up or so uh, on the wall that are kind of firing across the way or wh whoever they can get to. Uh, so that is where we are at, uh, and Floy. See, everyone but Terra probably knows exactly what happens to Daggett, uh, but I'm sure you all are communicating and shouting out, so I'm sure Terra would also be uh, familiar as well. All that right. That's actually going to be my question, so thank you. Yeah. Let's do it then. Uh, so we're going to go into, let's get your, let's get your stances. Uh, what do we all want to go into? Go forward. Okay. Agreed. Okay. Forward stance. Uh, you're also going into forward stance, Arineal? Is that right? Y yes. Okay. <laughs> she uh, says with uncertainty. You have <laughs> one wound. True. Just remind. Yeah, remember that. So does Tara, I believe. I think Tara just got wounded in the battle. Yeah, yeah. Very minor wound, but yeah. it still counts, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Floyd and Gilly are both free of wounds currently. Uh, technically, Daggett hasn't been wounded. He's just run out of endurance and been knocked out. And I, I already communicated this to the party, but he is free to killing blow Daggett. Steven is very well aware of this, and I have made it clear that in order for that for that to be prevented, someone or some few have to do something pretty heroic. Uh, so let's see. Let's let's make sure we get our. I actually I changed mine to open. I'm sorry, just to... no problem. All right, so uh, let's do some targeting stuff. Uh, so you've got one, two, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So you guys, even with Daggett going down, you still technically outnumber uh, with uh, outnumber. So you're free to 
kind of assign yourselves to whoever. Uh, I think right now, Floy, you were kind of on the the Uruk there, uh, but we're kind of out, you know, outside of this to some degree. Uh, um, Jeff, I just, I sorry, I realized that probably within the structures of the game, I should probably be doing protect companion. For which is a uh, combat task for defensive. Yeah, but you it's it's protect companion. I believe you have to be uh, engaged uh, with that person, if I recall. Yeah, it's so, still melee, so I'm still right. like you have to get there. down there still. You're exactly yeah 25, 30 feet in the air. You got to get down there somehow. Uh, but okay. once you yeah. do it, yeah, okay, all right. So and the by the I think by the rules of the game, protect companion is just a minus one d six to the attack. So technically, Agler would still be able to attack, but I would rule it that if someone goes to do that, that's if they can get through there, that's fine. But you coming down from above or Floyd trying to bulldoze his way through this choke point, either one of those I'm going to require a skill check of some kind, like probably athletics or whatever other ideas you might have to kind okay. of get in there uh, just because of the way the this rain's laying out. So Floyd uh, and Arinio, you're both in a forward stance. So I'm just going to... Nope, I'm sorry. Melissa is changing a renewal to open stance. Floy, you're in forward stance. You got this Oruk in your way. You've just seen Daggett falls to the ground. He's bleeding. He's not moving. And Aglor, he's got this crooked black axe. He's got this massive towered shield. And he looks up at you. You're next. And he looks like he's about to swing and literally chop Daggett's head off. What do you want to do, Floy? Daggett's no. Bring up my axe. Have Thar now right next to me. We'll both swing as hard as we can into this guy's shield to knock him back so I can get over him. Okay, wonderful. So Tharnow will charge up. Tharnow is friendly with, with Daggett, so I think Tharnow might even demonstrate a bit of concern. So he charges up. You're taking a bonus to this. Uh, athletics test. Will, if you're just trying to push past him, I would say just athletics test. Sounds good. Okay. This will be your action for the round. got a great success okay so i'll say between you and tharnow you essentially push the this this uruk back a bit which gives you room to then kind of cross the distance do you want tharnow to come with you or do you want tharnak to tharnow to engage with one of these these uh, lieutenants you'll both come over and engage in this fight all right so both you and tharnow now are connected or kind of essentially engaged with agler uh which is going to give him a thought about whether or not he'll continue to swing down at uh, Daggett or not. So the the line has been broken. There is now somebody on on Agler. Okay, so then let's go to open stance, and that's you, Tara. Tara, you're the only one in open stance. What would you like to do? Uh, didn't Ari also change to open? She switched to protection. Yeah, sorry. I, uh, or defensive, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, just wanted to make sure you vote first if, if you had a lot of sight. Um, I, I'm going to try and charge in as close as I get. Sure. Uh, it's not a massive courtyard. I mean, I would say you would be able to, uh, kind of take, take your pick. If you want to charge in and kind of get on one of the ones in the doorway, that's fine. Probably the one that's just like stumbling past. Like if you wanted to do that, that's fine with me. Uh, is there a way for me to round to get around Aglar like on the other side? Uh, I would say because the doorway is open, if you want, that's a long way. I would say, yes, yeah. you could, but I would say that would probably take up your action. It's not just like incidental movement. 
That's a, that's a I'm long way to trying traverse. to use that. Okay. So we'll say you charge in as well. The Ur- the Uroks are kind of stumbling off to the side, and you he's now becoming quickly surrounded. Well, did Ar- you need an athletics check or anything? From no, because because uh, he's already kind of broken, because Floyd already broke the choke point, uh, I would okay. say you don't necessarily need that in this case. Awesome. He, Thanks, he needed to push past them, and the, the, the doorway is now open. Uh, okay, Arineal, you're up next. Yeah, so Arineal is, I believe, as you said, on a wall that is about three stories up. That is correct. There also, I believe, if I recall from last session, there is a grappling hook and a rope that Gilly had lowered. So that is still in the vicinity. So you could potentially use that if you wanted to. What do you want I to do? I think that would look super cool that she's going to kind of use that a bit to like rappel down. I'm, I'm going for like a full on swing and like superhero land. Like this is what I'm going for visually. Uh, Let's do an athletics test. You're going to get down one way or the other. Uh, I am going to get down one way or the other. And we'll say the, the quality of your success will probably dictate the outcome. Okay. And, Now, since this is a skill check, I can spend a hope. Yes. So that's and yeah. for bold because this feels This is bold. extremely bold. I believe you could do this. <laughs> this makes sense. So you can get your 2d6s since uh, you are inspired by your, okay. your distinctive feature here. Who knew? Steven, does this make you feel good? Everyone rallying to Daggett? I knew that they were just giving me a hard time, but deep down they really love me. Yeah, well, you know, I can still just choose to hit you. Like, I have many options to attack. <laughs> That's true. And honestly, you're surrounded now, so you might as well take one down with you. Uh, that uh, He's not going to get hit. Are you kidding? Uh, okay. Uh, what do you got there, Melissa? Okay. So luckily, I rolled a gandy uh, because nice. everything else was a smattering of uh, very, very, very low numbers. Um, so it is just a regular roll success. All right. So if it's just a regular success, uh, I will say you're going to make it, you're going to swing maybe uh, off and like kind of maybe do like the, like using where you and Gilly are as something of a fulcrum. You're just going to kind of swing out, let go over top of Aglar and kind of stumble down behind. Uh, The rope will swing back on its own. Uh, You will kind of stumble a little bit, not quite have your perfect footing to be able to swing in the same round, uh, but you are there and you are Aglar is quite literally surrounded. It's, this looked fantastic. This looked it very did. Cool. It looked very good. It looked very good. Uh, if you had rolled like an extraordinary success, I was going to let you get an attack off. Uh, but uh, but you but you did you did still manage to get there. Okay. Uh, so then, Daggett, you are uh, you are in protection stance, but you're already knocked out. And we go to Gilly. Uh, Gilly, you are in rearward. What do you want to do? Uh. So for flavor, I'm going to pull the rope back up just so that nothing can, none of the orcs or anything can follow up and get me. And then uh, I'm going to shoot at one of these other orcs that are close to Daggett as well. Okay, sounds good. Uh, And remember, uh, everyone here has increased defenses. uh, So you need two higher. These are plus two, right? Yeah, you need two higher than your normal target number, yes. Uh, do I still get one extra for my height? I'm sorry, I lied. You need four higher uh, for this one. Oh, uh, shit. For the okay. One. Yeah. 
Holy shit. The one who's in the doorway? The one that you're shooting at, the one that you just targeted, I saw it on okay. the foundry. Yeah, that's a plus four. Oh shit, okay. That's, I'm still going for it. Yeah. Do you need any audience dice? Too late, I ripped it. Got a 10 on my 12s die, but no extra successes. Okay, so and then... I got, I did exceed the necessary. Okay, so it's a, it is a hit. It's a ten, which means it's uh, potentially a piercing blow. I got to do a, I got to do a protection roll, and then hang on for your damage for a second. Just make sure. Let me make sure he passes his protection roll. Okay, it's just four damage. And that's uh, do, 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 do. seven plus four is eleven plus five is sixteen. Eighteen, nineteen. What's your what's your injury rating? Sixteen. Okay, so he does he does succeed, uh, but you do seven points. Is that what you said? Four. Four, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So you've done four. Now, that one has actually taken damage already, but it's not dead yet. Okay. Perfect. So we're going to assume then, since you all have charged in, that the rest of the NPCs, with the exception of Tharnow, are being used to essentially uh, keep the others at bay. Uh, I am going to focus then my efforts on a few things. I think there's going to be... So I've got two... Two of these Uruks, and I've got Aglor in the middle. I've got three targets, Tharnow and Daggett as well. I've got five attacks between them. So I'm just going to split them up since I I think because you've you've done so successfully in getting to, to Daggett's side that I think it makes less sense for him now to just finish him off. So uh, let's see, who do I want to attack first? All right, so Aglar is going to turn and he's going to attack uh, Arrhenial. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you are in protected, you are in defensive stance. So Aglar nice. is going to, seeing you swing over top of him, he's going to turn around and try to get you as you're stumbling back up. And the thing is, is that he has a, uh, a fell ability called Hatred, specifically for humans. So when fighting humans... All uh, all of this creature's roles are favored. Uh, so including his attack roll that he's about to do here. So that might Ooh, be the reason. Okay. So that's going to be two, two D12s. Uh, he's going to lose one of his attack die because of your protective stance. I will not burn hate, though. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, so I rolled a Gandhi, but I don't need it, obviously, or I don't want to, I don't have to use it since it's favored. Uh, so that's 15 to hit. That's a, not a good roll. Uh, 16 is my parry. All right, so he swings at you, uh, and at the last second, you get sort of spirits up, kind of deflects it ever so slightly. And then for his second attack, uh, he's going to go after Terra, which makes perfect sense. You're both humans, and he hates humans. Uh, okay. Okay. You, however, are an open, so he does get that die back. All right. Oh, dear. Uh, that's pretty good. All right, so that's going to go away. It's 12, 16, 21, 26 to hit. Yeah, uh, no, that hits. Don't worry. I'm, I rolled terribly on my feet die, so it's not going to be a piercing blow. Uh, it will, however, be a lot of damage. It's going to be 21 points of damage. As I will Fall do back. heavy blows. Fall back. Yeah, that's that's uh that that very much takes me down. So we there is ability called knockback, 
which allows you to cut the damage in half if that would help you, which means you would only take 10. And, you, and it, it that effectively would help means. significantly. <laughs> so the only the only thing is, is that this is like you basically get knocked back kind of underneath that uh, underneath that second wooden floor and you have to spend the, your turn, your next turn scrambling back into position. So you won't be able to attack next turn, but Fuck. you can you can absolutely do it. OK, I'm going to I'm going to do that. OK, then my uh, endurance then is down to two. Then, okay, you're still up, though. So <laughs> you're still, that's what matters. Could have been a lot worse. Okay, so then Agler's turn is up. I'm going to have these two, these Uryx, I'm going to have them swing at Floy. Uh, so there, there's going to be two shots at Floy here. I will burn a hate on one of them because they do have plenty. Not plenty, but they have enough. Is uh, going so to... sorry to interrupt, Jeff. No, is but... there something I should be marking on my token to identify for knockback? knockback or anything? I don't think there's one. Just mm -mm. just remember on your next turn that you essentially okay. have to, okay. for your main action, you have to kind of regain your footing. You'd still do it like a secondary Boys. or something. But... Okay, All right. thank you. Yeah, first attack on Floy. Uh, that's a 10 on the feet die. That's three sixes and another six, but because I had two threes, so it doesn't really count. Uh, so it's going to be a piercing blow. So it's going to do that, an automatic piercing blow. So let's start there. Uh, go ahead and roll a protection roll against injury rating 18, Floy. All right. My protection is four. Okay. And I can add my valor rating because of my meat reel. Indeed, you can. Oh, I got a Gandhi. One six. Or two okay. sixes, actually. So it's an extraordinary success. All right, sir, you are not wounded. However, you will, in fact, take a lot of damage as I will burn the sixes for heavy blows. Uh, so that's going to be 6, 12, 18, 23 points of damage against Floy. Ooh, that's a lot. I will also knock back. Okay, which means you also cannot attack, which means suddenly Aglor and his allies have knocked you all away with the exception of Arineal from protecting Daggett. Is Daggett going to be on the next turn? I don't know. No. Uh, the other Uruk in this tower will continue to attack Floy. Uh, this one is going to do the same. Okay. All right, that's not nearly as good a roll. It's 11. Uh, that is a 15 total. How's a 15 do for you, Floy? You're muted. Oh, it meets so it hits me. All right, it's only five points of damage this time, as it's just flat weapon damage. Well, just five is enough to actually down me. I'm zero endurance. Oh my goodness, Floy has fallen. No. Okay. Oh. It's gonna be a no dwarf party soon enough. <laughs> it's gonna be a no anybody party. No anything party. Gilly, okay. <laughs> Gilly, fucking run! <laughs> I just want to point out, I gave Stephen the option to stat out Tharnow and play him because I thought it would help you guys, and he said no. I just want to throw it out there because he, if so, if this is a TPK, Stephen's fault. Uh, <laughs> Stephen nursed himself and by extension, the party, take a drink. I'm going to let one goblin take a shot at Gilly. Uh, the other one I'm going to say doesn't have a good enough angle, but I'm going to let one of those goblin archers take a shot at Gilly. Uh, they have no hate really left to spend. So I'm just going to roll this as is. Uh, 14. That's an 18. Ashley on Gilly is an 18 oh, good. Oh, 18 meets. meets. Yeah, it hits. Three points of damage. Three points okay. of damage. All right. And then we'll say 
uh, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna do the same thing I did when we were when we when we used it otherwise. I'm gonna when we were doing the fight with the Oathbreaker Dwarves. I'm going to roll a feat die to determine whether how how the courtyard fight is stemming. So essentially, what this means is that a Sauron is going to effectively kill one of your allies. A Gandalf will kill one of the enemies. Anything in between is just sort of like flavor sway. All right. So right now, it certainly looks like things are not going in your way as I rolled a four. New round. You have allies. You can remember, you can always tap into them anytime you want. Uh, But new round. uh, Tara has to spend it recovering. Can I change my sounds to defensive? Absolutely, you can. Yes. Uh, so Floyd is down. Daggett is down. Uh, okay. So it's going to uh, be up to Arineal here. Arineal? All right. Arineal's. Uh. This turned this really is, bad, like this, really this, fast. You know, Jeff, and the most hurtful part is that you pretend to be a friend. <laughs> like, that's really the part that hurts. You're like, most. This so, comment's yeah, so easy. You we we TPK fine. fast enough. We can dedicate more time to our Sean Bean, Liam Neeson discussion. So I'm very excited <laughs> for that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like the mm. you have you have a ton. Uh and by the way, I thank yeah. Aaron for some of that because I did uh I did actually burn some of the, some of that, uh some of the, the bits he sent. Uh so Melissa, I think you're the first in melee. Because uh, Tara is just going to regain her footing, uh, and Floyd and, and Daggett are down. So Arinio, I think you're the first to go, and then Gilly will be second. Uh, but if you want to call other people in here, you certainly can. Yeah, indeed. I, I think there's really just going to be sort of this kind of like war cry kind of a thing come from okay. Arinio. Um, How many do you want to pull just, on the inside? I three. Okay. So Murdoch so will come Murdoch running. And two of the scouts. Okay. And then so I'm hoping that the other in. two will tr- attempt to like barricade as best as they possibly can against Ho- hold the, rest. the line against okay. Yeah. As long as there's NPCs in here that can essentially like engage one of them, I'll you I won't coup de gras anybody. Um, but you do have some some allies in here now. So right. what do you want to do for your I'm action? I'm going to attack him. Okay. Uh, are you tapping into Thar now? Yes, I am. All right. Plus one, D6. Aguilar has a parry of six. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's that. I shouldn't be smiling so much. Why am I smiling so much? That's so weird. <laughs> because Jeff, <laughs> I noticed. at the beginning of the session. I noticed. Um, I'm going to spend five you, audience dice to make this favored. Go. Good. Hell yes. And I'm going to take two more. Amazing. Uh, so I'm rolling 66s and 2d12s. Uh Okay. What do we got? We're waiting with bated breath. Nothing good. 
Are you serious? Nothing good. Um, oh my God. I got a nine. Is a nine enough? No, because uh, it's well, not. You have cute. to make you. You have to hit. So, what's your total? Do you hit? Do you meet your target number? Hold on, nine, ten. Hold on, it's the most important <laughs> piece of information. Twelve, fourteen, and sixteen, twenty-five. Oh yeah, plenty. That 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 should be more than enough to hit. I think for you uh, is your target number is a thirteen. So even with this parry, you would only need a nineteen. So 50, 20, 25 will hit. Uh, do you have any extra sixes? No. And what are your? You do have a keen weapon, but you don't have a fell weapon. Oh, no, no. You do no, have a key weapon. You do have a key weapon. Keen a, weapon is piercing blow on 9+. plus. The bow is keen. Minozagar, I can't get to keen until I get another uh, virtue. Okay. So, Minozagar is okay. grievous. So, so you, had, you, had, you had damage. You had plus it's one. plus one to the damage. Okay. Um, and this is not an undead. So it doesn't it have not. the piercing stuff. Aglar has taken damage. I was teasing before. He has taken damage. Uh, he's not like un, untouched or anything. Oh. With all of those uh, resources spent, uh, it's a grand total of six damage. That's six six endurance gone that he that he had moments ago. So it's progress. Okay, and we turn to Gilly as uh, Tara is 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 recovering her 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 footing. So, Gilly, what do you want to do? I'm shooting at Aglar. Okay. I want to remember He's that you... plus six. Okay. I just... I'm, I'm clicking on this other Ur because that's the one that you attacked before and that had already taken damage. I would tell you that that one is probably the one that looks... He hits twice, right? Uh, only Aglar does. Oh, okay, okay. All the other ones are just one. It's uh, up to you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. That's one last. Uh, yeah, I'll shoot. I'll finish. I'll try and finish this guy. Okay. So, uh, can I have? Do we have any audience dice left, Ma? Yes, we do. Uh, can I have two? Yes. I want sixes. This is brutal. This guy. This yes. is turn so fast. Like Floyd going down. I was like, what? Like that. Okay. Uh, I got a nine on my D10 or 12, okay. whatever it is. Okay. And then I have two sixes, Jeff. All right. What's, if you were to do those as heavy blows, what's the total damage? Uh, if they were heavy blows, it would be 12. That is enough to take them out. So don't even worry about doing protection rolls and stuff. Let's just do heavy blows. He had 11 endurance left. So your 12 would take that one. And so this is Uruk, who I have uh, cleverly named Uruk number one. Uh, is now <laughs> down. Okay. All right. So you've taken someone out. Well done. Hey. Okay. I'm still stressed. <laughs> you, you're you just going to hang out at the top ulcers. and you're just going to be like, ah. just sharpshooter Gilly. Okay. <laughs> right? All right. So Agler and this other Uruk are inside. I'm going to say that Uruk number two, uh, who is uh, dear friends with Uruk number one, uh, will turn his attention to one of these three additional reinforcements that uh, that uh, that Arineal brought in. And then Aglar has, I'm going to say, three targets to choose from between Tharnau, Arineal, and Terra. And so we'll see how he goes. Uh, he is going to swing at... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Maitre. 
It's going to swing. <gasps> Super okay. I'm so sorry. I'm in defensive if that makes any that, difference. It does. It does. It actually does. I have used some hate on him, so I, I don't really want to use too much. I, I do Even have the favor. Two endurance. Maybe he'll miss. He missed me. No, I mean it's not. I mean it's it's I'm still rolling dice. I'm still oh rolling my dice. Dog gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Do I want to use? Nah. All right, here we go. Well, I did roll another Gandy, uh, so that goes away, which means I get a three on my feet die. Plus four is seven, plus three is ten, plus two is twelve. So that's a twelve to hit on Terra as he turns around. I'm assuming twelve is no good. You probably have no, Barry's much better. 16. All right, so he turns and he swings at, 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 uh, at Terra, who's trying to scramble back into the fight, misses. Uh, then he'll go after, let's see. He'll go after Tharnow with the second one. Uh, and I will, will also gain an extra die. Uh, and what I'm going to say is, if if a Sauron comes up, Tharnow's dead. Uh, a Sauron did not come up. So instead, Tharnow just takes a horrible wound as he's cut into. Uh, but he's not dead. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say again, that one goblin that has line of sight on Gilly. He's going to take a shot at Gilly and continue to fire away. That's another candy. Gandalf, go away. Uh, that's a nine. So that's a no, that's no good. Okay. New round. Uh, stances for our Rangers, uh, Tara and Arinio. Where are we at? Changing to open. Okay. Open for Terra. Open for Arineal as well? Or is uh, Arineal staying yeah. defensive? I guess I gotta be bold. Okay. Uh, so the two of you get to go. What do you want to do? Uh, Ari, you want to go first? Or? Sure. I'm going to continue to burn resources. Um, so I'm going to take five to make this favored. Um and I'm gonna take two. Uh, Tharno still up. Tharno is still up. So uh, he did take a hit, but I didn't like a, a Sauron's gonna kill him. Uh, so it wasn't a great roll, but it was enough. It would have been enough to hit. It was like a 17 on the on the attack roll. So he's still up, but you can use him. I am. All right. That is, right, let me do math here. 6, 12, 20, 31. Well, that'll hit. Uh, so tell me. What, what kind of rolls do you got? Do you have any? I have what, what, one what, extra d6. Okay. And what did you roll on your feet die? A six. Okay. So you just want to do heavy blow then? Yeah. So strength is a seven and then I get up. So it's a. Seven plus. Five your, plus one plus seven. So it's 13 total damage. I have good news for you and I have bad news for you. The good news is if you have. Uh, that you're going to go ahead and basically take him through uh, his uh, his first uh, his first thing, uh, his first round of endurance. However, I'm going to um, 
going to enact his hideous toughness, uh, which basically, so normally when you get reduced to zero endurance like Floy and Daggett, you're out. But he has hideous toughness. And so instead of doing that, I'm going to say he's just going to take a piercing blow instead. So he takes a wound. Uh, and he is, so he's still alive and he's back to full endurance. But what this does mean is that he can only attack once per round now as opposed to twice. So progress. Okay. Uh, Tara, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to attack on my spear. Um, do I get any bonuses for blanking or anything? I'm going to say it, it's, it's a melee in here, but you guys, that is a good question. That is a good point. Melissa, roll an extra D6. You probably should have done that too. Just see if you roll a six. Cause I think I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you all cause you're kind of outnumbering him at this point. It's a one. Okay. So like it's not, if, as long as it's not a six, it's not going to change much. Uh, so Tara, yeah, take an extra D six. Okay. And, uh, we do uh, still have extras if you want it as well. Yeah. And we have just enough if you also want to make it uh favored. Uh, no, we have I, eight. I, I, so I you could take, no, no, I, I'll, uh, that someone else. I'll I'll not make it favorite, but I but I will take one extra days. Okay. Um can I also spend a hope to add a D6? Uh I think since it's a since it's a combat proficiency role, uh it's it's a no. We, we do the hope is only okay. for skill checks. Got it. You Thank can take you. two audience if you want. No, that that's okay. It was just a misunderstanding of the rules. Uh, that is a total of 24 with one of the sixes being a six. Okay. Uh, your target number was a 14 plus, even yeah. with his plus six to parry, you are still hitting. Uh, what did you roll for your feet die? Your uh, that was a three. Okay. So then there's really no, you can't really do a wound here, but you can do a heavy blow if you want. Um, let me see. There's other things you can do as well. We shouldn't just automatically assume heavy blow. Um, cause you have a sword, right? Or no, you're using spear. a spear. Uh, so the other thing is a fend off. Yeah. So you can do a fend off, which essentially, um, increases your parry. If he attacks you by plus three on the next turn. So you okay. can either do, so I would say either use it for a heavy blow to do more damage or use it to fend off. And since you're using a spear, your parry rating, so your target for him to hit is going to be three higher next round than this round. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do more damage because okay. I'm bold. <laughs> right. Sounds great. So your strength That reminds me, I would have actually done one more damage um, because heavy blow is strength rating plus another one if you're using a, a two-handed weapon. I always gotcha. forget about that part. In that particular case, when you did damage, it wouldn't have had Matter. an impact because it brought him yeah. to zero, but yeah. good to know for the future. All right, so you got a six for your strength, Terra. A heavy blow is you do additional amount of damage to your strength, so you have a six plus your weapon, which does five, so you five. do 11 damage to him. Okay. Okay. One-handed uh, or two-handed weapon, Remind Tara. me, what is the injury that 18... You need, a, you need to get a piercing blow, so you need to roll a 10, or you need to roll a Gandalf to, on your feet on, die. On the feet die, okay, got it. Or if you if you roll high enough, you can use the pierce, uh, like if you get extra successes on your roll, you can potentially spend a uh, bonus die that rolled sixes to increase like the feet die number. So that's why I asked got you, it. what did you roll? Because if you're at like eight or nine, it would have been useful to use, otherwise it's not. Okay. Thank you. 
A great spear is two-handed, so that's another plus one. Okay. Amazing. So Thank you. All right. One of okay. us should know my abilities. <laughs> Gilly, you are up. You look down. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to set the scene for you, Gilly. Why do you you look down. Okay. You see the beautiful, the beautiful adorned dwarf Floy on the ground. Humans are, are trying to defend him, but he has gone down. You can see his chest moving up and down. You see the beautiful braids uh, and various jewelry decked around his, his, his beard hair, rising ever so subtly, but he's covered in blood. A few feet from him, you see the extremely unattractive dwarf, Daggett, who has suffered many a wound to his face, broken noses, broken jaws. He too is down. Your dwarf, your dwarf friends are down. Yeah. You see Terra and Arineal both looking very wounded, and they are trying with Tharnow to stand toe-to-toe with Aglar. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to try and hit Aglar. I need a 22 to hit. Okay. Uh, Mel, do we have enough for me to take two dice? Yes, we do. Actually, All right. Leave us with five. Uh, do I take, do I take them? For favorite? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm doing that. Okay. Okay. Oh, Christ. Okay, thank God I did, because I had a two, and my other one is an eight. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and then I do have two sixes. Two sixes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. you're gonna Is the total over them? 22? Uh, so 12, 3, 24. Yeah, way over. I okay. So if you're over, so it's a hit. You have an eight on your feet die that you're taking. Are you going to spend one of your sixes to move that up and make it yeah. a piercing blow? I want him to roll for an injury. Okay. I am going to. I'll roll it in system so you all can see how badass this guy is. Uh, so I'm going to... All right. So I'm going to roll his armor. His protection roll here. Um, what's my target? 16. All right. I'll put 16 in there. I will burn another hate uh, to give him an extra D6 just to be safe. Just to be safe. I'll let you all see what happens. Uh, 24. That is a great success. He is not he is not wounded. He stays in the fight. But what is the total damage? As you can use the other one for heavy yeah, blow if you want. He's taking eight damage. Eight damage. You you get you the three of you are whittling him down. That is uh, undoubtedly. It's just do we survive long enough mm-hmm. to survive this? That was a really really good round. Uh, uh, that was a fantastic round. Can you survive one more round though? Griffin, that's very, very kind of you. Thank you to help me. Thank you for donating all those bits to help me kill the party. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think that's what that was for. It wasn't specifically called out, so I'm assuming <laughs> the Wally Geiger's channel, you know. <laughs> all right, I'm going to roll some dice for outside to see how this is going. And it is a Gandy. So since it's a Gandy, I'm going to get rid of one of these, uh, one of these orcs in the courtyard. Okay. All right. Uh, and then uh, my turn. Um, so Aglar's got still got the three targets. Uh, the Uruk will be 
will be focused on the three extra Murdoch and the two other scouts. Uh, I'll roll a d12 to see if that goes any particular way. Uh, it's just an eight, so it doesn't, no one dies. The goblin on the outside is going to attack Gilly. Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Okay. That's a 19 to hit. That hits. And uh, I rolled a nine and I have a six. So I am going to go ahead and bump that to a piercing blow. So go ahead and roll Gilly. a protection roll. Okie dokie. I'm only going to take three damage, but, uh, but the protection roll. Target of 14. Uh, 15. That was way too close. Oh my gosh, right on it? You bang on? Bang on. Oh, did I did I say 15? I'm sorry, I meant 16. I'm okay. <laughs> Don't take that. I'm you said 14. It was, it was 14. I know. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. Jeff, uh, okay. you did get a complication in oh, chat. Oh, thank you, Griffin. We're thank you, honest, thank you. so we'll tell you. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to give Aglor an extra attack. No, I actually only get one attack with him, and I have three of you. Uh, I have th I have Tharnow, Arineal, and Terraneth. Uh, I'm gonna roll D6, one to two. It's Tharnow, three to four. It's Arineal, five to six. It's Terra. It's gonna be Arineal. Okay, so he's gonna turn to target Arineal. Uh, what what stance are you in, Arineal? You in open? That's a good question. What am I in? <laughs> I can look. I just yeah, you're in open. All okay. right, so no differences. Okay. What do I want to reuse? Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, since he's only got one attack, I'm going to burn some stuff. Uh, I'm going to burn some stuff. Let's do those four. I'm going to burn my recently purchased uh, complication to give him an extra die. And I got a feet die on this. I'm going all out to take out a renewal again. Oh my God. So many freaking ones. Oh my God. I rolled a 12 Gandhi and a one on my feet die. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Take, yeah. Let's see. I rolled a lot of die. Let's see. I still might get there. 10, 12, 14, 15 to hit. 16 parry. I rolled. So, so, so when I had five uh. D sixes in my pool and I had favor on the roll, I rolled one on my feet die, two ones, two fives and a two. I think the game's wow. just talking that you need to be a player with the amount of gandies that you're rolling. <laughs> I roll so many ones and sixes on these dice. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right, that's Aglar's turn. Uh, I'm again, I already did the goblin attack, so we're going to just, I'm going to roll. I did my roll for the for the NPCs, so we're going to go to a new round. Aglar only gets one attack now. Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, Terra in Arineal, what stances are you in? Uh, I am still in open. I'm just okay. Staying in open. All right. You don't want to try to finish him off. You don't want I, to be bold. I, I mean, I thought you two were bold, but no, it's I had the thought. Yeah. So did and I, this I, burning I chest wound myself. that I still have. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, uh, both of you get hits, uh, hits off on him this round. It, it might take, but that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. You know what? Open you baited stance. me into it. Yeah, I me too. <laughs> <laughs> We're Agla playing a game. Down, wow. But as lieutenants, we'll turn around and just take you out. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, he's in danger. He's in a danger zone right now. He doesn't have a ton of endurance. He just has very high parry in armor. Okay, so... Everything else. <laughs> okay. Uh, I... Either order, whichever you want. 
Uh, go ahead, Eric. I'm just going to attack my spear again. Okay, so I am going to take five for favored. And then I've got mine. And then I've got Tharnow. And I'll take one more. So, Tara, there are still seven left for you. Sweet. I'm going to need... All right, roll when you're ready. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Well, I roll favored, so I can ignore the Sauron that I okay. rolled. Okay. Nice. Okay. Oh okay. okay. But now okay. I have to do math. Oh, gosh. So, six. We'll be back in a few minutes. 11, <laughs> 12, 17, 22. All right. Well, you're, you needed a 19 because your strength target number is 13 plus is 6 is 19. So that is a hit. Uh, what's your feet die? It's a 6. All right. And yeah, I got I mean, no extras. All right. So what's so it's flat damage of the weapon. So plus the 1 for it being, uh, for it being superior grievous. Right. So 6. 6 points of damage. It's not nothing, but it's not enough. As you manage to slash out Adam... He's he's constantly shifting and moving, putting the shield up, blocking one. He's he's spitting both blood and, and saliva just kind of flies through as he's constantly whirling back and forth like a bulldog. His mouth is kind of hanging. You see things dripping down from it. He's bringing up the crooked axe every now and then and trying almost maybe a step too slow to parry when he doesn't have the shield in front of him. And so you're getting these cuts and these cuts and these cuts and you're wearing him down. And I feel like a renial is kind of you know, she, she is still wounded while she's doing all of this. And so it's very much that sort of like, um, like I'm picturing almost like female tennis player, like grunt every time she's like swinging the sword, like she's not being uh, quiet about this. this and when she is still up and Ari just sort of looks over to Tara, like not much left. Did you roll an extra D six for outnumbering him? No. Roll an extra D6. And if it's a six, we can modify. If it's not, it's fine. It's four. Okay. Tara, you're up next. Uh, okay. So that. Uh, can I? Uh, how many audience dice do we have now? So we have. We have eight. So you okay. could take favored and. A couple. Uh, Gidley, do you mind? Because you can take up to seven, I think, in a round. Okay. So I'll take the favored and I'll take the extra audience dice. Okay. He is, you can tell, he's a little slower to shift that shield, a little slower to swing. Sometimes okay. when you when you kind of make the connection with his weapon, it's it's pushing further and further back. And you can see he's he's kind of starting to labor a bit as he's, he stands over top of Daggett. Uh, so it's certainly, certainly within range. What do you okay. got? Uh, I got a 20 to hit. Uh, that is exactly enough. You have a okay. target number of 14 plus his power. I, I didn't know if exactly hits or exactly. doesn't it. <laughs> Would you roll on the feet die? Odd uh, five. Would, did five. you get any extra sixes on your? On uh, yes, actually, I got one six. One okay, six. so do you want to use a heavy blow here to do extra damage? Yes, please. 
So you've got strength of six, plus yeah. uh, you're using plus a two-handed weapon, so six. That's 12 points of damage total that you're going to do, which is a mighty blow. But unfortunately, it is not quite enough, as he is still standing. <sighs> you may take me down, but I will take the dwarf with me. And he lifts like this axe up and he's getting ready to swing it down onto Daggett. Gilly, you get to go before he does. I don't want to put pressure on you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just stress Ashley the fuck out. This is a great idea. You've you've got one left. You've got one left for an extra D6. Yeah, give it to me. Take it. Ashley, if I die because of you, I will Don't be so... Don't you shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say okay. which dwarf I was taking out. Oh. Okay. I got a Yandy and one six. Okay. What is the total damage that you would do with using, with using the Yandy? Okay, so I do hit. Uh, total damage with if I did the Gandhi and then like uh, heavy blow, it would be eight. Okay. So he said he turns and he says to Tara, "I'll take the dwarf with me." You see the tower shield just clatters to the ground. He puts two hands on this crooked axe, lifts it up, swing it down right at Daggett's neck, and then this tiny little like glint of light from the arrowhead just slips through the hole in the rooftop and we hear this tiny little whistle <sighs> catches him <laughs> and he collapses onto the ground as Aglar is down as he had four endurance oh, left after Tara's turn. Eight was enough oh. to take him down. Gilly! I want to throw up. This is okay. actually not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, for the sake of drama, uh, that I don't think the other orcs are going to muster uh, a great deal. I'm just going to roll a couple dice to see if they take out any people before they leave. But I think with Aglar being the main threat, him going down is enough. And uh, someone will actually go down. Uh, so let me roll... See if it's a known or if it's not. No, it's not a known. All right, so just just one of these scouts is going to get taken out uh, before you're able to turn the tide. As the two of you uh, on the ground, Terra and Arineal, uh, along with the help of Tharnow and Murdoch and these other scouts, are able to kind of quickly dispatch with the Uruk in here. Gilly, you finally, now that Aglar is down, are able to turn your attention over this annoying pair of goblins that have been peppering you with arrows your arrows are much stronger than theirs and you're able to kind of take them out one by one. And I'm going to say that the fight will be ended at this point as the main threat is down. Okay. So let's, uh, let's take stock for a moment as we look around. I need an antacid. (laughs) As we look around, everything's fine. Everything's fine. As we look around, we see two dwarves down. Uh, I will say as the two, as, as everyone rushes and kind of takes a look and takes stock, a couple of the scouts that were brought with Murdoch and Tharnow have been killed. Tharnow has taken a, a pretty severe wound himself, but he has not passed. Both Floy and Gilly, as or excuse me, both Floy and Daggett, as you take a look at his, at their health, at them, you don't see any 
any life-threatening wounds. You just see a, like a thousand small cuts and bruises, maybe a fractured a fractured finger or such here and there. Nothing that is probably going to to take them out too long. Uh, and you realize they're still with you and they're breathing strong. And so you you recognize that they'll probably recover pretty quickly. So I'll turn to you all. What happens? Uh, at that point, you guys see is Gilead obviously throws the rope over. She climbs down and um, she'll rush over. If Once she realizes that the dwarves are fine, like maybe they just have the concussion or whatever, um, she'll go to Thar now and uh, my, uh, next to Maitre and Sotera and um, Arinia yeah. and be like, are you guys who needs to be treated? She's going to just see who needs to be treated first and then go from there while she's yelling at Murdoch to guard the doors just so no further orcs. I'm going to say you hear Murdoch like screaming and like shouting orders and you can see that they're chasing some of these goblins and orcs that are trying to flee. And you can see Tharnau is like limping towards and like Murdoch turns and looks at looks at Tharnau. Glory is mine, brother. And he turns and he chases out with his remaining scouts. You linger behind with the other invalids. And off he goes. Uh, but mechanically, Tharnau could, I mean, Tharnau, you know, flavor-wise could use a roll. Uh, but Terra has gotten wounded in this fight. And while the wound will go away quickly, if you if you pass a healing test, the wound will go away literally instantly. Uh, as, yeah. Because as, I think it was just like a day she had in her timer. I did, yeah. And so one day... Yeah, and we'll say if you if you make the heel test, I'll say she's you managed to stitch it up or bind it up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, girl, you're good. Because awesome. I Thank roll you. four, five, six d sixes, and it's favored. You're solid. Sweet. Do I get any endurance back to that? Or how does that work? Uh, so uh, it's mm, good. I don't believe so. I don't no, think you, I, yeah, I don't think you endurance back that way. It's only if you okay. were down do you get like a one yeah, pressure, still only get like So I just removed the wounded condition? Is that exactly. Right? Yeah, because exactly. it, it basically, it just removes, I can shave off days that you Perfect. require Thank healing. You. Mm -hmm. Can Irinial mm -hmm. try to get Floy and Daggett up? Sure. If you want to get them up a touch early, that's fine. I'll roll for a star now, Jeff. Okay. Uh, while they're doing that, are there any bodies uh, of these goblins that Tara can go investigate? Yeah, there are several. Uh, there are several bodies of goblins, some of these orcs. Remember that the goblins just sort of look like normal goblins, but you notice that a lot of these orcs were kind of standing a little taller. They were less kind the of orcs, I'm, I'm, yeah. I misspoke. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I meant the orcs. The ones that look like yes. they oughtn't. <laughs> yes. They just look at just a little bit more sturdy a little bit more organized and a little bit more yeah. better equipped i should say but yeah you're able to investigate them what are you looking for um really i'm just looking for what elements are different than what i would typically expect so uh i would say you would notice uh, you would notice first their their equipment is far better than any you have encountered uh this stuff looks to be well made uh, you you know you could potentially roll a craft test or somebody else could to try to learn some more specifics but but just looking at it you can tell that normally or you know the orcs are these black bladed weapons these the cruel hilts none of them look like the type of weapon that any human or or elf or dwarf would possibly wield in this case they actually look pretty well done 
when you start to get a pull back some of their helms and look at their faces, you notice that there's that they're that they're taller, they're they're muscular, and you can tell that some of them that normally have those kind of bulging, protruding like uh, like tusks and things coming up, they don't really have them anymore. They have a uh, they have human features here and there on the foreheads and on the eyes and such here and there. They don't necessarily have the kind of feral quality that the goblin, when you kind of go over to the goblins, which are these scrawnier, hunched over versions uh, with very noticeably pointed ears and this, the, the faces that kind of look like this, like feral creatures. Uh, sure. The orcs themselves, a little different. Very uh, curious. Is, is there... I, I one of my distinctive features is uh shadow lore work. Yeah. Does that come to play at all here to get me any more information than what you've already shared? So uh did you pick which lore? one did you pick for your uh shadow lore? I I didn't pick anything specific actually. I, I don't I didn't it's a it's a distinctive it's a distinctive feature. So it's a distinctive feature that's granted to rangers specifically. So you recognize that there is a hidden thread unifying most of what is malicious, dark, and terrible in Middle Earth, and that the thread is thickening year after year. A quality shared by the wise of the land. The truth beyond behind this knowledge is becoming clear as time passes. So just like any distinctive feature, if you were to tap into that with a roll, so if you want to do like a lore test and you wanted to tap into it, you could spend a hope and get extra dice on the roll. Uh, if you wanted to do like a lore test or some other kind of test that if you're looking to, to roll a check here, that's, that's how it would come to I think play. lore, but if you'll let me do a lore check, I'd like to. Absolutely. So go ahead and roll that lore test. Take a plus one uh, die uh, since you're, ta- or it's actually plus two since it is a distinctive feature. So you can take, uh, so you're rolling lore plus two bonus dice. I was confusing that with enemy lore, which is the champion one. Yeah, and that's where you have to pick the enemy. Stephen corrected in the chat. It's it's a it's a ward and distinctive feature, not a not a ranger. Uh, that's a twenty eight total. You have uh, any extra sixes popping up? Okay, so I would say you would kind of know that there are there are foul places in the earth uh, in Middle Earth, Mordor, uh, Angmar. Uh, of late Gundabad, other places as well, where uh, whether it's sorcerers or whether it's just, um, uh, you know, evil, evil men, evil folk, uh, maybe off to the south as well, where strange experiments are sometimes done, where, where breeding can sometimes happen in such a way in which over time they're trying to refine orcs to be stronger or fitter or and over, you know, this is sort of this, this this horrible experimentation that can sometimes be done. These look like a product of that. And I would say you also, amongst your search, and this is just for searching, you also notice that a lot of them have like this, this like on a white slash. Uh, it almost looks like a hand slash down the chest, not particularly clean. Know. And it's making like a cross. Uh, so for a little bit of clarification, uh, so Arineal went to uh, help Daggett first because he was the first one that went down, uh, and that was a, a great success. Uh, Daggett next went to Floy uh, to try to assist him and rolled a sorry and uh, was not successful. You rolled a sorry while trying to help Daggett? Is that right? Trying to help Floy. Oh, okay. I'll have 
I feel like we know what happens, right? Just nothing, nothing Rineal, happens. you bend down to try to help him, but you trip. Your knife slides smoothly into his throat and Long can make a new character. <laughs> uh, no, what I'll say is just when you bend down to help him, uh, I'm just going to say he, he's going to be out longer uh, with your, with your, with, with Daggett. And plus I'm going to obviously track the, the Saurons, but I'll say Daggett, you're able to come to pretty quickly. You look around, you see Aglor fallen, you see Floy fallen, you see Arineal and Terra wounded. Uh, you see a couple of these scouts are dead. Uh, others are missing. Other bodies of orcs and goblins are around, but not nearly as many as you fought, presuming some of them might have fled. That is what you see when you look around, and you feel sore all over. What? What? Did I? Did I kill him? And I'd like to think that this is why Arinial's uh, attempt to help Floyd didn't go very well because Daggett got up and was like running his mouth. I feel like that's the moment where like Arinial and Gilly just like turn and look at each other. Like, really? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So someone someone needs to take the head off that one. We did promise to bring it back. So over time, uh, as you all are recovering and healing, you'll hear the sounds of footsteps. The fog is still heavy. The rain is still heavy. Maybe for a moment you get a little nervous, but soon you see it is it is Murdoch once more. It is a couple of the scouts that ran off with him. They have taken trophies uh, from some they caught, and they look at the rest of you, and you can see Murdoch is kind of covered in blood. He's got this grin, this like sort of evil grin on his face, just like you know shit eating in some ways. And he looks down as you go towards uh, towards to, to sort of remove the head of Aglor, and he objects, and he's like, I am the standing son of Gurnow. I should get this. This is my kill. He looks down at you, Hobbit. Your, your friends would be dead if me and mine did not charge in here. And by charging in here, we left our other allies undefended in the courtyard. Do you see them? And he points to like the two scouts who died. Do you see them? They would not be, they would not be dead. Your foolish dwarves knew how to properly charge in upon a choke point. No, Hobbit, you might have scored the final scratch. But this fight could have gone so much more smoothly. Someone here had a bit acumen about them. And Aridia will step in front of him. So does Gilly is her fellowship <laughs> focus. Mm -hmm. You and your family and all of you had plenty of opportunity to take care of this threat and you failed. You will back off. This is her kill. Kind Kara of doesn't see anything, you. but just kind of slams, like very loudly, puts her spear down beside her, like noisily. Uh, a Reniel roll. Um, what do you want to do? Like an awe? This sounds like it sounds like you're intimidating. And take a bonus die from Terra as you step up uh, into his face. Okay, so uh, I think awe makes sense here, as you're you're really trying to get to him. Yeah. So awe is favored. Um, 
with one, and then I've got oh, yes. Tara, and then I'm going to spend a hope because I'm bold. So I think that makes sense. So, uh, okay. Uh, it's a regular success. He looks, he looks to you. He looks to Tara. He withers ever so slightly. Steps back, but then sort of regains it. Fine. Let me take the your trophy we have taken ours. But my father will know the truth of what happened here. The full truth. And then you hear like Tharnow like stand up step behind Terra Narinio, and you can see that Gilly has finished bandaging this terrible wound. And he just looks his brother dead in the eye and he says, yes, he will. And like Murdoch just sneers and leaves the tower, goes back out into the courtyard and starts like preparing the scouts bodies for, you know, for travel. You can see he's pulling out well, these splintered woods and stuff to kind of make things to, to sort of drag the bodies back with them. While that was happening, could I have done something? Oh, of course. Yeah. What do you want to do? Uh, Daggett would have just uh, stood up and taken Block Fong and just chopped off Agler's head uh, without even waiting uh, for Murdoch to turn and leave. Mm -hmm. And then he would have grabbed the head and tossed it at Gilly. Fine work. Massive orc head comes flying at you. Yeah. <laughs> As, as she as she probably catches it, she probably like turns around and like you just feel as Gilly bumps against the back of Arineal and Tara. Yeah. <laughs> like back. Tara Murdoch looks, Murdoch's looks she's, at Daggett for a second. Unbreaking eye contact with Murdoch. <laughs> he's gonna look at Daggett and he's gonna say as he's leaving, as he's retreating, as you say, "Fine work, coming from the dwarf." Could not keep his eyes open during the fight. I'm sure you are well rested and can help us carry our compatriots back to Tharbad. Don't worry, I will carry my weight. And then he continues to go back, like I said, to the courtyard and sort of tend to his people. Tharnal puts a hand on your shoulder, Daggett, and he just says, I apologize for my brother. Your valor will be spoken of. Truly, to my father, he will know the truth here. And that was a fine shot, Gilly. Indeed it was. If not for you, for the bravery, these rangers of the north, this day could have gone far worse. You've lost some of our own, yes, but you have probably saved countless others that would have been sent after this, this Aglor, only to die at their hand. I imagine with the snake's head taken off. Those other orcs and goblins that are scattered about the countryside will be a bit easier to round up. Thank you. When Tharnow put his hand on me, Daggett would violently shove it away and just glower at him. Why is it, whenever I'm around you, 
I wake up with a splitting headache. And then I give him a smile and would go for the forearm clasp. And he and he, he almost looks like he's taken aback. And then he realizes the jest. And you see him smile and kind of laugh grimly. Clasp your, clasp your forearm. Uh, and uh, I'll say at this point is when Floyd, your eyes start to come to. You can see the carnage. I shoot straight up. Yeah, I guess no. As that's the last <laughs> thing I remember happening. <laughs> I started around the room. Oh, you're right. I am fine. I thought I was the one that killed them, but they told me that Gilly did. Oh, Daggett's. Agler's no more. We've done it. We've done it. Dwarven courage saves the day once again. As always. For our class. <laughs> Sorry now, like, looks are over uh, to everybody. Not been able to, to join in the in what what should be a jovial moment. Um, having sort of come back from inspecting various orc bodies, um, and uh, hearing Tharna say that now, like the remainder should be easier, and and hearing Floyd say that you know it's a good thing we can guard them and like. I wish this was it, but I worry that it is not. And it's only the beginning of something larger. There is a uh, a growing presence of breeding and experimentation in, in ways that I do not know how to speak about, but these orcs are beyond just orcs. And they speak to something larger in their existence. They all even have a unifying war paint symbol on their chest. This is not some rowdy band of marauders that needed to be taken care of to save the countryside. This is likely a signifier of a war to come. I I am sorry. I, I know this should be a moment of, of joy and, and certainly I am grateful to you, Gilly, and I am I am joyful indeed that, that we are all safe and and we're able to show our metal against the servants of the shadow today, but I I am I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there it is. And she gives a, a slightly apologetic smile. <laughs> and and Gilly nods and she's like The darkness is growing. We've been aware of that for a while now. And and we're doing our best to fight against it. And that's all you can do is is fight. And but moments like this, there's hope. We lived, and and I hope that we continue to live further days. So don't let the knowledge of the darkness get you down, for there is hope, and we must remember that and embrace it when we can. You're right, of course, Kelly. I'm glad you got your trophy. 
the, I don't know if I can carry this, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, everybody, not everybody, I'm sorry. Floy, Gilly, and Arineal. You can roll either a scan or a lore. Either one of those will do. I'll do a scan. I'll do a lore. I'm favored. And give me like the total successes amongst all of you. So like an instant skill of ever. Okay. Two Gandys. Wait a second. Amazing. No, I mean, his Gandy was the first Gandy. My Gandy was the second Gandy. I was going to say, is this how Melissa's cheating? She's rolling, she's inverting. She rolls 1d6 and all of the other pips are d12. I got three successes for Lord. Three successes. Okay, that's more than enough. Okay, so between the three of you, you have five successes and multiple Gandys. So as we'll say over the course of the next few you know, maybe an hour or two hours, whatever it is, as your people are kind of piecing together uh, like stretchers to bring back the bodies of those who were who are lost. Uh, also, kind of going through the bodies of these orcs, searching the uh, searching the keep as well to make sure there are no other uh, another other hiding, all that kind of stuff. Kind of doing your due diligence. Floyd, Gilly, and Arineal, you notice some curious things on the bodies especially once Tara kind of points out to a few things here and there. And Daggett, some of this you would understand as well, but not as much as the other three. So, Floyd, you most certainly notice a very familiar maker's mark that you've seen now. Daggett, you would notice it as well. It's different. Uh, it's, it's definitely different than the way that, that, uh, that Blockfong uh, is, uh, is actually demonstrating it. And Floyd's your Mithrarmal as well. But the two of you would recognize sort of a like an inherited symbol right like the idea of like a master smith apprentice smith master pr- smith apprentice smith. like this this sort of this sort of long line or potentially a, a tutelage kind of happening where you think some of the things that are being crafted uh almost feel like they're being crafted within a certain school uh, of smithing and it all kind of seems to stem from that same kind of symbol floor that you have on your mithril probably the oldest uh, item of all uh, as you were told uh, by the elves of Forlon that your meth- your mithril is considerably old, uh, possibly going back as far as the founding, like when the, when mithril was first discovered. That's how old it is. Uh, Daggett, your your block fong weapon is not as old, uh, but it is nonetheless uh, very old as as well. But you can definitely see over time, like this symbol is slightly changing, suggesting that it, like this dark art of smithing is being passed down generation to the generation age to age the second thing you notice and i'll give this one to gilly and arineal then uh it's actually kind of alarming as you notice on some of the bodies of these orcs not all of them but some of them aglar and then some of the others as well you notice brands uh, on their body in addition to that that swipe on some of them many of them have brands and at, at first it looks you know, it looks hurt, you know, it looks painful and terrifying you know, once like you kind of strip back some of that heavy armor they have. But the two of you put your heads together, maybe you consult Floy, and you recognize some of them. And I would say it takes a while as you start maybe gilly flipping back through your your journals, whatever, whichever ones you bring, and you realize that you've seen some of these brands before. And you stop on a page in your notebook, Gilly. That is a sketch drawing 
of the door to Othran Gul. If you recall, there are all those carved images that you couldn't ever really deduce. You're not sure what it said. It was, it was some sort of sigil, slight, kind of slightly understood it, and then you kind of tried to had to put some blood into it, but you're seeing very similar imagery uh, from before. And then coupled with what you've heard from Tara about this kind of strange experimentation and what you all saw within the depths of that place, starting to probably formulate something in your mind at this point. So that's what you all would see as you start digging through it. The Smith makes, it confirms the betrayal of our ancestors. It bleeds through the land. We are so far from Angmar, but the marks, Gilly, they are the same marks that you recorded. This is worse than I anticipated. We've tarried long enough, it seems. We need to move back north again and continue to see what we can gather with us. You're right. Let's head back to town. Praise this victory. Dirt and see where we go runs. next. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll say that the return is not nearly as complicated as the, the arrivals. You were searching and going through these circuitous caverns. Uh, it gets late in the day. You're going to end up having to camp out one night, uh, but we, will, we, will, we won't go too far into it. We'll say you camp out one night and then eventually return as you traveled several miles away from Tharbad as you've crisscrossed the subterranean tunnels and traverse some hills here and there but you make it back sometime around midday uh the following day so you've been gone this has basically been like a three-day uh, jaunt that you've been kind of working with here uh, and you were gone for three days and you kind of return on the fourth and when you come back uh, you are stopped momentarily uh, at the southern causeway coming in, you know, kind of rising up above the land, the marshy land. Uh, it is a cloudy day, but it is not raining. The guards don't give you any trouble with Tharnal's rules this time because you have both Murdoch, who has been utterly quiet and not talking to you, and a couple of his scouts as well. They kind of camp within sight of you, but at, a, at like a different campfire. They haven't really interacted at all. Even Murdoch and Tharnal haven't really spoken. Tharnal has kind of spent more of his time with you all than he has uh, with his brother. You're eventually let back into the, uh, into the town. Uh, when the guards at the, at the causeway at the, at the guardhouse see Aglor's head, there's like, you know, kind of cheers and joy. And, and once more, you can see kind of Murdoch, like this dark look comes over as he sees like you and Tharnow and getting the praise, but he nonetheless keeps it to himself. So we'll say it's midday. You're back in, back in Tharbad. Uh, you have two of the sons of Tharbad with you, so you have the run of the place. What would you all look to do at this point? Uh, go straight back for an audience with their father. Yeah, okay. we're going to get the dwarves free. Like, yeah, where the pillars on the, the way. Gets the credit. 
he they removed remember like part of the deal was that with your first which which you did with the uh with the wargs he yeah. took them out of the pillories the pillory. right so i was wondering if they're like on the way we could see that they're empty now uh yes you could do that yes while you're waiting for one of the uh for a, for a ferry to come and get you across the river you'll go by and you will see that they are not empty uh, but they are not filled with your dwarven friends they are filled with other rule breakers uh, but not your friends uh, and uh like tharnal will look to you as you do this and kind of look somewhat uh somewhat upset like, did you not trust my word that I would take care of this for you. I was only curious what criminals were held in there. Raises an eye. Uh, but you can tell that he was a little bit... That bothered him a bit, actually. He's a very honorable man in some ways, and so that kind of bothered him a bit. But he lets it go. Eventually, you'll get your, your ferry across the river, across the Grey Flood. And again, without any trouble, with two sons of, sons of uh, Gurnow in tow... Uh, you make it into the into the into the Red Palace. You get your audience uh, with uh, with Gurnow. Can, can uh, before we reach the palace, can Tara okay. have had a very short, quiet word with Darnell after he visibly had their reaction? Sure. Before? I'll say that like just after that, you you were still waiting for the ferry, and so it's it's really just lingering around by the river's edge, waiting for the ferry to return. So yeah, you probably have uh, a little bit of time. Okay, so uh, making sure that nobody else in, in the party hears and, and it's a discreet conversation. Um, he is simply worried about his kinfolk. It was nothing to do with your honor or word. He nods uh, at this. It is true, but I tended to it myself. I told him as such. If they cannot trust my word, then... Hmm. You see, it just kind of trails off at that. If you vouch for him, then I shall forgive him a very minor trespass. Perhaps I have not... Perhaps I have judged them too harshly and not judged myself harshly enough. Perhaps my name, my honor, is not esteemed enough to warrant such trust. He kind of gets lost. You, see, you get him kind of, it kind of starts retreating inwards a bit. You can tell he's kind of almost getting morose as he's thinking about it, him it in, is in some ways. It is not you. There anybody is concerned about. And uh, with that, seeing the fairy come to but it is your counsel to keep, obviously. And she just gives his arm a gentle squeeze and walks away. And so he does, and, and others who might have been super observant might have noticed this, his other arm kind of reaches up almost as if to kind of grab it, grab Tara's hand, but then kind of pulls it away at the last second. And Tara like, goes and boards the, the ferry. He lingers for a moment. And looking down, his arm turns and then joins the ferry. So you guys get across. You go up the steps. 
Isildur, Elendil statues flanking your, your way up. You stand in the hall of Master Gurnow. You can see the Lady Stock is nearby. As you come in, you can see he stands up. He sees he sees the terribly bandaged, wounded Tharnow kind of coming in. And he's and you can see trailing behind is Murdoch, and Tharnow is is the first to speak. Master, father, the task is done. May I present to you Slayer of Aglor the Unbroken. The sharp eye. Dagger and Floyd step forward, but then split apart as Gilly walks in between out in between them. And he kind of looks down, didn't realize that we had rehearsed this. Well, yes. The sharp eyed Gilly Kettlegrass. And then he looks towards his mother of Bree. And she like you can tell she has like sort of an ashamed look on her face. And then Gilly, you step up. And I presume, like, we had some sort of sack or something that we've carried this in. Uh, I do believe you said you did want his head. Uh, did you still actually want this, sir? He looks down at you. Yes, of course I do. Why wouldn't I? I'll get someone down on the Middle Island to make a far wonderful... Yes, they... It could be a bust. Like dip it into some ceramics of some kind perhaps we could make yes i'm sure we could find something yes indeed you little one i look around in this hall and i see such powerful warriors rangers of the north my own sons and two dwarves of the blue mountains and it was he kind of like hesitates as if he almost forgot the name a hobbit of Bree. We so do the be... enemies. Mm-hmm. They look at us, they see fierce warriors, and they pay no, no attention to Gilly. Considers that for a moment. It's the power of remaining unseen, sir. Indeed it is. Both of your sons are very brave. I do have to commend them both for their bravery. You hear a little bit of a, a cleared throat behind you. It is not Tharnow, but is Murdoch, who again has retreated into the back. Uh, and he says to you, he's like, indeed. Well, that might be so. But they had months to take care of this themselves, and they did not. And I think everyone in here knows that if it was not for your fellowship, this this creature, and he kind of holds it up at this point if you handed it over, this creature would still be menacing the southern hills. I thank you, Madam Hobbit, Mr. Dwarves, Ranges of the North, my friend Terra. We made a deal, and I am a man of my word. When you are ready, I shall have well, now if you think you are up for it, you can take them to... And he kind of rattles off uh, the name, like a, like an address or the name of a home. Where the dwarven friends are being held, they are free to go, free of charges, free of contract. But I trust my word, the leniency I've shown here, will aid 
in any future endeavors with your kin, yes? I shall put the word in. Well, it's time for celebration. Clean yourselves up and return in the eve. We shall have a party. Food, wine, the greatest of ale from our middle island. Yes. Huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. Breaks into a big grin. First one in a while. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gilly gives a very large bow. Like... <laughs> and then Chewbacca in the back goes, oh, that's the wrong. <laughs> so he, gets, he gets stiffed. He doesn't get a medal. Uh, okay, so uh, at this point, unless there's anything else you wanted to do in the company of Master Gurnow, uh, you can go find your friend Storvum and Thebe. Who, uh, who, when you find them, they are in good. They're in good condition. They, there's still some achiness to their bones and muscles, and there's some uh, some fading uh, wear and tear on their wrists and on their necks, but they are in, in good condition. They have food, they have drink, they are bored, and when the door opens up, their faces go bright as they see Floy come through, Gilly, a perennial old friends, Daggett and Terra, new friends. Well, it's about time, cousin. I thought we'd be in here all day. We've the done it. D- have you now? Another yeah, we- orc leader slain. Mm-hmm. One more... One more for the hearth, is it? Which one of you took it out this time? Was it you, Floy? You, Daggett? Perhaps one of these, one of these rangers. And then you hear, you hear Thebe speak up, and she doesn't speak very often. I think it was the Hobbit. You can see it in her face. Look at her, all proud. Yes, go ahead. Be honest. Which one of it was you? Yeah. And, and Gilly just kind of puffs up a little bit. And she looks over towards her brother, like, you owe me now. And when we get our things back, I'll pay you. I ain't, they didn't give me any of my money back, so I'll pay it when the time is due. We had a little wager on which one of you would strike the killing blow. Which was your wager? Well, oh, Floyd, of course. No I'm disrespect, sure. Daggett. I just, I have seen... Floyd in action, and he is a fierce warrior. I, I would not recommend anybody bets against Gilly, from what I have come to know of her. That is true. That's how I put my money on. She's the smart one. The rest of them, they just bumble in and swing weapons. She lets them run in, stays in the back safely, uses height and advantages. All that sort of thing. That's just about muscles. (laughs) It's about brains as much as it's about muscle. That Gilly and I were the tip of the spear. We led the charge. That is true. Daggett and I, we coordinated. There were these archers up on the building. We climbed 30 feet up and we pulled them down by their feet and they fell to their deaths. No, really? And she's talking probably more than you've ever seen her talk. And how many did you take out there, Mr. Daggett? And she's kind of appraising you at this point with a very interested eye. It's not about numbers as much as I was able to buy the rest of the group time 
to finish off the horde while I kept Aglor busy. You he didn't actually take any of them out, did you? He bravely went in and took quite a beating while the rest of us made our way through the crowd that was there. It was I killed at least one and I blacked out for a bit where I'm sure I killed at least three more. She looks around to see if that's accurate. Do any of you try to support Daggett in these wild wild claims? I mean, th- there was nodding when he said he probably killed at least one, and then when mm-hmm. he claimed to f- kill things after he the dog tilt head went out. Yeah. Is like, interestedly looking around at the Gilly, Gilly steps up and she goes, "Maybe it's not the kill count that matters, but his performance." Well, that's what I was saying. Admirable. And then Gilly see any of it else outside. Gilly winks like there's one of those. <laughs> yeah. She kind of looks like she's appraising your face. Eh. <laughs> well, I guess. Oh, well. Well, come mate. They've been giving us food and drink. You might as well. Yes, you're free dwarves now, too. The contracts are no more. And they get that. They look at each other. And you can see the sigh of relief. It's about time. This place was a massive disappointment. No disrespect and he looks up as like Thardaus in the doorway when he says that this is not what we signed up for. So I'll say at this point, you all share a, a drink. You have your your fun. Where do we go from here? What do you guys want to do next? I mean, obviously, we have to spend our last night in the inn because we can't go without uh, leaving. I Gilly uh, invites Titus to the party. He shall be my escort. Sure. So so he comes, he's there, and he's very excited to see you, and he's still very nervous because the last time he saw you, you nearly died, or at least not necessarily the last time, but the last time he was on screen, uh, you nearly died. So he's he's very excited. Uh, he's like, you got the kill, you got the kill, you, you killed him right away. One shot, one kill. None of them did anything. It was just you. When you tell the story later, make sure that's what you say. Don't give anyone else credit. It was just you. It's a better story that way. You got me? Okay, uh, I, I mean, I do like it for prosperity's sake. I, I do have it documented, so uh, I Burn did it. take out more than one. You don't want any evidence. You just want to say it was you, 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 you did it all. Why all your friends were falling down, left and right, ineffectual. Everyone dying, looking like they were about to fall. You stepped up and you fired your arrow. That's what you're going to do. And if anyone says anything different, you let me know. And I'll smash their head into tiny little bits. Oh, okay, good to know. Thank you. I appreciate the support. And I imagine Gilly's, like, uh, if they ever have, like, a dancing phase, like, in the dinner, okay. Gilly will dance with Titus. <laughs> it's not the most organized There is thing now. Probably maybe a buffet <laughs> table and dancing. There's, like, you know, there's someone playing some modest tone, you know, tunes. Yeah, and such, but, so. like, after Gilly's gotten into her cups a little bit, that's when Gilly really wants to dance. Mm-hmm. So she she grabs Titus. At mm-hmm. one point, she grabs a Rennial. The slow just song comes rounds. on as you and Titus go on the dance floor, and it's just like a slow waltz. At this point, <laughs> they're just kind of like swaying back you're and like, forth. <laughs> you're like, uh, like you're like you got your giant Hobbit feet on his giant whatever it, he is <laughs> boots stuff as you're just moving about. Okay, all right. So we'll say there's no catch. There's no catch. Uh, everything goes swimmingly, smoothly uh, throughout the night. Uh, you are given great thanks uh, by uh, my master Gronow, by Tharnow, Murdoch, 
is nowhere to be found. He does not attend. Uh, much to uh, the disappointment and frustration of his brother, his mother, uh, and his father, Lady Stock keeps her distance from Terra in Arineal, uh, but does at the very least congratulate Gilly on a on a well-shot uh, arrow. Uh, but she she kind of stays away. She drinks, she eats, but eventually she retires early. The children come out, all of the the children of uh, of his various other uh, various other sons. And some of the other guards and such. And so it becomes this big raucous event. Dogs are starting to come in as well. And so it's just this sloppy, horrible fest. There's food on the ground at this point. It just it is everything that Lady Stock can't stand. And that's at that point when she retires. We'll say that morning will come. Some of you may maybe made it back to the bridge inn. Some of you wake up sprawled over top of the buffet table, uh, still in the Red Palace. Others crawled underneath it uh, in various places different degrees of hangover. Uh, but you all have free Thor, Thor, you know, Thorvum and Thebe. You've earned the respect of Master Gurnow. And so I would say, with that in mind, does any planning happen now for the next phase of your journeys? Yeah, I think Where do so. we go next? With uh, Daron before, before the ring, if that's right. You guys of course. Have you want it, at our do you want party? it? Do you want it at the uh, at the actual banquet, yes. or do you want? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. We <laughs> want it. Okay. So he's yes. just sitting there drinking every so often, kind of keeping to himself. But he's not like heavily drinking. He's he's sipping here and there, and he looks very reflective at this point. But yeah. Uh. So, uh, Tara, Tara will go up to him when when she sees that he's uh, mostly by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and not interrupt when when anyone's around. Um, may I sit with you a minute? Um, of course. And he he does the classic kind of getting up like halfway and like and is kinda, she kind of away. He looks really awkward in doing. Yeah, he looks super awkward in doing it. And then uh, and then he sits back down like a little too heavily, so you can hear like you can hear the screech <laughs> of the of the chair. And a few of you that are still in there, you look over, you can kind of see the screech of the chair and the two of them sitting, but then you go back to your business. Uh, uh, what, what is it uh, I can do for you, uh, Tara? Thank you for vouching for us for with, with Master Gurnow. I know that everyone thinks it is easy with him, but it never is. I know that. Um, credit where credit is due. Your, um, your friends uh, were very helpful to the people of Tharbad. They've taken out not one, but Sorry, two. I'm, I'm like distracted by, by half. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought you I'm had any privacy. I'm like... just excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, That's Jeff. Fine. I'm sorry. We're all like collectively ruining your, your emotionally. I'm sorry. Okay. He, he picks up a plate and he hurls it across the room. Am I not important enough to talk to you? Well, fine, I am leaving. And he <laughs> runs off, takes a dog with him. You just see Gilly's perm uh, above the table. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a giant, like there's a giant cooked turkey and you just see like suddenly something slides out from behind it and there's like Gilly's face looking across the table. Tally. 
love him. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dep. Oh no, it's fine. But yeah, he just says that um, they they were very useful. They were heroes of Tharbad, as far as I'm concerned. They are easy, an easy group to defend, and we are indebted to them for quite some time. I agree. They they are. And she kind of looks over to them and eyes linger on all of them. Um, they aren't expected in a lot of ways. And um, I need to leave with them. You see, like, kind of, um, uh, you need to leave with them. I, uh, um, if it is Murdoch, it is a problem, I can assure it, you. It is, he is. It is. It is not. My, is, um, my mother is, in fact, coming around to you as well. As <laughs> that is surprising. Uh, my, my father sings your praises in private, though do not tell him I said that to you, of course. You would be most distraught. You, you don't need to she, leave with them. She, at this, kind of reaches across and, and holds his hand. And kind of and, looks down his hand again and he you know he also kind of squeezes it a little bit so you can kind of feel him kind of returning the gesture there's nothing here that is making me leave is and there nothing here if that's if I could stay I would I just I, I think um, whatever is left of the shadow here at least for right now I, I don't think I don't think you will not be able to manage without me. I, I, there is a spreading of darkness in the world and my purpose has always been to try and curb it. And I was here because I, I saw the need of your people and I'll be, <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest, you, you are one of the reasons I stayed for as long as I did. But it is time for me to go. Will you return? I don't know. May I call on you if the opportunity presents itself? You must. There will be a place for you here, always. Okay. And she gives him a, a sort of sad smile um, and, and looks down at, at her casa. <laughs> There's no reason for us to not celebrate our victory. Gilly was right. There's This is the time for joy and hope. And you see, like, he's been being kind of morose a little bit, but at that point, he, like, kind of exhales a bit as he realizes, like, something has turned. He reaches across, he grabs this, uh, this, you know, this pitcher, and he, like, these two goblets, he kind of pulls them over, empties them out over his shoulder, who knows what was in them, and he just pours kind of two glasses of some kind of wine, slides one over, holds it up to hope. To hope. 
So we'll say with that, we fade on that scene. Did anybody else wanted to do anything before we fast forward ahead? Not until the next morning. Okay. If that's the case, then we will move to the next morning. Everyone's scattered in different places. And uh, some made it, like I said, some made it back to the bridge in, some did not. Maybe someone fell asleep in the middle of the street. Who knows? Uh, climbed up into the arms, the cradling arms of the Elendil statue. Who knows? But everyone's a little scattered and a little hungover. What do you want to do, Floy? Yeah, as the festivities are closing down, everyone's trying to clean up and get back to post the duty. As we're gathering other things, discussing what we want to do next, I'd like to take whoever wants to come with me, drop by the barracks, have a chat with if Thar now is available. Uh, sure. In the morning, you will get him. Uh, he will. Uh, he'll. He'll probably be late morning. I would imagine. Uh, he will be a look a little disheveled and not quite himself. Uh, he probably hit hit the ale or the wine pretty hard last night for whatever reason. And uh, um, <clears throat> Master Floyd, uh, what is it I can do for you? Uh, it's a bit early, but I've come to praise your your bravery. Let's weave. I'm not going to linger any longer, even though the shadow is slain here. We must keep moving. Terneth said something, something of this last night. Yes. But as we continue, your crew, your squad, your guard, we need people. For the fight up north. This is an, an open invitation. You can follow on our trail. But there's a larger darkness up ahead. You know you have Murdoch, you have a brothers. The orcs here are slain. They're disbanded. He can take care of it. But you, you can join us in a greater fight. You say north. The Breedlands? You can further. Troubles befall them further. Bree is fine for now, but there's a darkness encroaching. Be plain, Master Dwarf. Angmar. That is a name I have heard only from old Agna at the library. It's a name that might come up more often. I should when certainly it does. hope it does not. But when it does, I'll sort of do crude maps, drawings, and the trails like he can follow. Mm. If it comes to that, you could find us along here. Do you have a plan for when you will be advancing? Returning to this place. Before winter. The last time we went. It was cold. As far as I am aware, it is always cold in that place. The red spots. Before Chilling. winter, though. Autumn has just turned. The leaves and the trees have started to, t to fade. Oranges and browns. You have not much time before winter hits. 
weeks perhaps. This winter, I think we're shooting for next, right? He's just spring he's would just be a good time it. to shoot for. He's just playing it, cat. You know. And Tara is going with you. She has stated such. Send word when you are ready to advance and where your your forces will rally. And I will see if I can convince my father to release the detachment. And short of that, I will be there at least. It kind of holds an arm out at this point. Kind of the classic forearm shake. Good. You'll hear of messengers if we go. Excellent. Safe travels, dwarf. I'll nod at that. At point, he kind of stands up a little straighter. Suddenly, he's kind of fixes his hair. He kind of runs a hand through his hair. And he kind of turns around. He looks at like the ring of the barracks. And he's like, the lot of you, get back to it. What is wrong with you? And you start seeing him starting to shout orders left and right as he feels this surge of, of positivity and encouragement kind of coursing through him. Okay. Anybody else want another scene? Uh, Gilly would have gone like first light to Agna. Uh, okay. In the library. Yeah. Maybe you and Floy took the same ferry. You just kind of split off in different directions. But yeah, you can mm. you can chase down. Oh, Gilly Kesselgrass again. Oh, goodness. I've heard the most disturbing rumor that you, young lady, killed a very powerful orc. It's all uh, about it's all about the streets. Everyone has been talking about it. Already? Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, Some small hobbit from the Breelands is the one to take down that which could not be broken. Now, unless there's another hobbit from the Breelands here that I am not aware of, I assume they mean you. Yeah, yes, it, it was it was me. Are you yeah, out broken. of your mind? <laughs> yes. You uh, are far too intelligent to be going headfirst into battle with these creatures. Let those foolish friends of yours do it. You... You fight battles with your mind from a distance. You give them information, research, context. Which I, I gather, uh, that's that's why I'm here today. And uh, Gilly's like, I don't have much time before we leave, but I wanted you to have this information in case anyone came to you for it. Uh, and she just starts unloading the information that we discovered about the orcs while we were there. And like she's frantically like writing it down. So Agna has a copy of it. Um, if there's any, anyone else, uh, I believe Floyd will be reaching out to Thur now, but we're heading eventually to Angmar to combat at this evil. And I know, I know, but this needs to be done in, and she's going to give rough maps of like the path that we're intending to take, uh, you know, just in case Thur now loses his, I'm going to leave this here with you. Uh, My dear. I am not joining you. Are you out? You are oh, out of a moment. No, do do no, you have you're... a bruise somewhere? Is your noggin out of place? 
no, no. And, and Gilly just laughs and she's like, I, knew this inf- I know this information would be safe with you and, and it's needed. And I will take your information. I imagine if that is where you're headed, this is the last we will ever speak. That I am sad. I hope not. I've returned once. Foolish hobbit. What's wrong with you? You're going to get yourself killed. Uh, it's likely, but I hope not. Books, libraries, studies, archives. That is what you should be after. Not... Vain, glorious fortunes and battle? Come now. I am writing the story of, of my fellowship and of my friends. We're creating our own adventure, and I am learning so many things and visiting so many more libraries than I've ever expected I'd be able to. No, no, good, good heavens, girl. This is the only library this side of Gondor. There is no other archive within within the, or, or a crow's flight. If you want to learn, there's plenty more books here to learn. If you want to write, we have plenty of parchment here, and ink that you can write it with. You don't have to go running off to some godforsaken land. And... Gilly just kind of just, just smiles because she's appreciating the brow beating because it reminds her of her, her mom. Mm-hmm. And, and she just kind of like reaches out and takes her hand and says, thank you, but I do have to do this. Fine. Well, if you're going to do this, you're, you're writing their histories. Well, you're going to need more vellum and you're going to need more parchment. And she's like starting to now just start like giving you like scrolls of like blank scrolls of paper, or like re like, like reinforcing these ink wells. And you're going to need one of this and some of this here. And oh, goodness, hey, you, look at, you need to take your notes far more carefully and organized than that. You can't just draw and write and whatever. Uh, you're going to need this. And she just kind of stacks you up uh, with stuff at this point. Uh, and, and Gilly, well, thank you. Uh, I do appreciate your friendship. When I do return, I'll come seek you out first. Yes. I will look forward to that then. And you will return. Even if you have to leave your foolish friends behind. And, and Gilly just kind of like, nods but she doesn't give any verbal confirmation like that's something that she would do okay we'll close out of that one any other scenes that you wanted to do in Tharbad okay if that's- Reniel would have had quite the hangover yeah. and so she's just going to get a uh Full bowl of whatever Titus has cooked up. So, so she kind of comes down stairs, just very much, sort of like holding her chest wound, holding her head. And you and you're and like taking I, steps. Is it okay if Tara has a quick chat with the radio, or do you want to be left alone to nurse your hangover? <laughs> I'll get the food first, and then you can you can find me. I'm going to say, as you're taking steps to go down and you're like wincing, you suddenly 
your feet aren't hitting the steps and you hear, no, 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 you can't do your walking yourself. Miss Gilly said I have to look out for it. And you see Titus has very gently lifted you up and is like walking you down the stairs. Oh. And then very oh. carefully sets you into a very, what looks to be an attempt at making a cushioned chair. As you see, like various pillows have been like wrapped and there's cords. And I made this special for you. I sit right here, right here. If you die... She's going to be very upset with me, and I don't want her to be upset with me. I heard she can kill people with one shot of an arrow, and I don't want her to hit me. She, uh, I, you yeah, were, porridge. You were drinking with me last night. How are you already so awake and loud? I have a very advanced constitution. <laughs> I, I see, which is to my benefit, because you have already made food. So I do thank you. Would you like for that. a secret? We call it hair of the dog. And why do you call it that? Well, or is that the secret? There's, there's hairs from dogs in it. Of course. It's... Has this been in all of the other night's offerings? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. And he kind of puts a big old mug of ale down, sloshes over the froth, reaches into his pocket, and he pulls out like a handful of hair, and he just kind of sprinkles it over. Now drink it. You'll feel better. I guarantee it. Uh, you drank this, and now you feel better? I'm not going to drink that. That's got hair in it. Uh, and Aridio will... She feels awful, so she's just going <laughs> to... Okay. Oh, I will take you at your word, Titus. And and it's it's one of those like just drink it all in like three gulps because sure. don't think about this too much. And you put it right back down, and he fills it immediately back up just in case. Uh, and so we'll say, Tara, you come down as well as the two of you are at a table in the bridge. In uh, he can bring you whatever you need. The two of you are there. Uh, good, good morning. Hey, hey. You look... Did you drink that hair thing? Yes. Oh, you know, I, I know it tastes awful, but you're going to feel so much better in an hour. I hope so. I I had I had mine an hour ago. So <laughs> it, oh, it's that makes me feel very better. good. It's disgusting, but it's very good. Did you enjoy yourself last night? I did. I, um... Can I talk to you before we leave? Uh, and she'll look around and no one else is there. And Of course. Uh, I want to thank you for all of the help. Because I... I I'm certain that it would not have happened without you vouching for me and and for this that, that I'm doing here. So thank you. Well, we all have to thank you. Uh, we came here not fully aware of the ins and outs of the politics of this, and I, I don't know that we would have been 
even able to get through the door successfully without your connections here. So this was quite fortuitous that you were here. You should not have been arrested. Gurna was nothing if not heavy-handed. In any case, that is neither here nor there as, as we are leaving. But uh, that was the other thing I wanted to thank you about, is to allow me to join you. Because I, I, you, you know what it's like. And, and she suddenly looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, and, uh, we leave people all, all the time. Sometimes it's harder than other times, you know? And, I'll say Arineal's head is starting to clear a little bit. Um, and she'll kind of start to grin a little bit. Uh, it it does appear that you have made a bit of a deeper connection here than you might have told me of in years past. Some of the locals have good stories. And uh, <laughs> Tara knows Eric can read between the lines. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we will return, but I I do know that if we want Tharna's help, we can ask for it. So I, I want you to know that I, I will of course tell everybody else but I the road ahead is a very dangerous one Tara and you, you know this uh, we've fought alongside each other before we are likely next going to attempt to find support from our kin at the angle. But after that, I, I do not think we will be wasting any more time. Yes. It's uh, an odd thing to know you might be marching to your death and, and be all right with it. It is quite the odd feeling. It is. I don't know that I will ever be okay with it. No, it's uh, it will never stop being surprising to me how connected you feel to people by just being around them for a small amount of time. I agree. I would I would happily step in front of a sword for any of my traveling companions. I know you would. I'm happy to, to end that scene there, unless there's something Erna wants to say. Taryn is just needed a moment of girl talk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With Titus just sort of like yeah. hovering. That's when Gilly he like moves over and then turns bellum. around. <laughs> yeah you're like stumbling everything's falling and so he just runs over and helps you 
Uh, okay. Anyone else have any lingering business they want to attend to in Tharabad? Okay. If that did is the we, case. Did we want to send out uh, messages to people advising that to meet us somewhere maybe after winter? Uh, you could try to do that here, uh, but the rules here are might prove to be a, uh, a hindrance to that. That might something be better done in Bree, uh, where you have more free in and out oh, okay. control of messengers. But, uh, but that's something that can be done. Yeah, we don't have to play that out as as a scene, but like we could do okay. that as a task. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but are there any other scenes that anyone wants? Okay. So then. Uh, I think we're going to call it there uh, because we're going to be diving into a journey phase and we don't necessarily need to start the journey phase right now. Uh, as next time we play, uh, it sounds like we're journeying to the angle, I believe, to try to find uh, this ranger encampment that uh, that you learned about many, 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 many sessions ago uh, and that Tara is probably more intimately familiar with, in fact. Uh, and so we will we'll see that. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, and also Tara, uh, Maitre, you can actually play the journey phase. I, think, I don't think you've done one yet, so because we met you in Tharabad. So Ooh, journey phase, yes. phase is pretty fun. Yay. Amazing. Yeah, I have it all prepped and ready to go, so I don't even have to prep. Uh, all right, why don't we do some plugs and such? Uh, Maitre, let's start with you. Uh, where can we find you on the internets, and what do you do on the internets? Uh, why well, I... I learn new systems with you guys and yeah, when when I'm not uh doing that and and having inconvenient pseudo relationships with the autocrats sons <laughs> I uh make multi-system or system agnostic content for for uh YouTube about tabletops on my three plays games I'm taking a bit of a break from content creation right now but i have a backlog of um like 30 or 40 videos that are like 15 minutes each if you want to check it out um yeah that's me fantastic uh for the rest of us uh here on the lollygaggers our next game is monday you can see melissa and i uh as we are back to holler for savage worlds uh, we are continuing our, our special guest appearance of Tracy Sizemore, one of the developers uh, of Holler. Uh, is, uh, she's been running uh, us through a, a special uh, Savior of Hollow Oak scenario. And I think we're going to be concluding that on Monday. So come hang out. Uh, and then Tuesday, what do we got, Stephen? We're back to Forbidden Land. So we missed a week, but uh, we're, we ended on a cliffhanger. We're going to jump right into a nice little boss fight. And uh, I think I'm going to take a page from uh, Jeff's book and start targeting the short people. I'm just going to go out the door and leave. <laughs> uh, and like, oh, oh, there's a door right here. Let's go out that. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to getting back. Uh, I did miss uh, did miss playing gunk this week. Uh, and then next week would normally be Friday Blade Runner, but uh, Melissa and I are actually going to be out. Uh, so next Friday, next Saturday, no game. Uh, so we will be back to one ring in two weeks. Uh, so we will begin the journey towards this uh, this ranger settlement to see if we can recruit more more people to the fight uh, and uh, and kind of go from there. So uh, thank you to everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you to all you throughout bits, especially those of you who gave it to me because uh, that's way more interesting than giving me the players. 
Uh, but I guess thank you know thank you for those as well. Those are great. Uh, thank you for <laughs> thank the raids. You for keeping us alive. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we someone needs to die though. You know. You know. We could just. I'm just saying. Yeah, get to Angmar first, and then we'll take care of you know. Boromir didn't die in Mordor. Okay, <laughs> I just want to point that out. He didn't, he didn't even make it out of the first movie. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we're gonna go ahead and raid someone right now. We're gonna go ahead and raid our friends over at the boys in the Baltic Star. So if you want to continue your enjoyment of TTRPGs this Saturday, follow the raid. Uh, follow them. Follow us if you haven't been following us yet, and check out the YouTube page as well, Adventures in Lollygagging, where we got all of our old games up there uh, from the last couple of years if you want to get more entertainment. So, good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out.